Now, right now, good morning, good morning to my lady friends and all the ladies around the world, and the men too, but amen. This is Elder Shaw Wagner here on Heavenly Host International Radio. I'm my sister's keeper. I got a word for y'all this morning. Sometimes I don't really have a word. God said, I said God, what I'm going to talk about? There's so much to talk about when it comes to Christ. You know, but what exactly do you want me to speak on today? And he says, it's called the household of God. Coming out of Ephesians 2, 11 through 22. Awesome lesson, awesome words, awesome teaching. And I just love giving God's word now. That's all that to, to, that's all to it now. So excited, you know, when I can sit and pray with God. You know, I, I have one confidence in a lot of this. Uh, and, 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 and just not being really bold to even go to God for somebody else. Yeah. Huh? Because I couldn't get to him for myself. Mm. Huh? So now I'm bold enough to go to him for somebody else. That's good for me. Yes. Huh? So ladies, I'm just saying, we could do this and we got to do it together. You can always call in at 216-260-00-09. Amen. Again, if you got your Bibles and your tablet and your phone, I hope you hear me this morning. I hope you hear God this morning. Forgive me. Speaking through me today. Amen. Amen. The household of God. Here on I Am My Sister's Keeper, Heavenly Host, International Radio. It's kind of cold up here in Cleveland. I know it's wintertime because I tell people that. But we got a little snow out there. But uh, the devil tried to keep me in from the word today. Amen. He said, don't take the kids out. Uh, you don't need to do that. They out of school anyway. This the devil talking, trying to anyway, trying to make me stay home. Uh -uh. They've been out a couple of days. Then he said, you know, you can't get all that snow up. Yeah, I've been getting my snow up. Now he's trying to tell me I can't get it up. <laughs> so I'm here this morning to, to, uh, with some good news. Scriptures read, again, Ephesians 2, 11 through 22. Ephesians 2 and 11. Wherefore, remember... That ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision, by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh, made by hands. <laughs> made by hands. Not created by God, but made by hands. That at that time ye were without Christ. I'm talking about the Gentiles. Ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenant, covenant a promise, having no hope, and without God in the world, because he had promised Israel, he, pro he promised them uh, milk and honey, a land of milk and honey. At that time, we, we didn't believe, evidently we must have didn't believe or just didn't know or just didn't have no hope, the Gentiles. But now in Christ Jesus, <clears throat> ye who sometimes were mm, far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. See, the Gentiles, we were far off from Christ. From, from God, anyway. But the Jews, they was right there. Even though they was doing what they were doing now. <laughs> but they were right there. But now in Christ, I'm sorry, 14. For he is our peace, who have made both one, mm, and have broken down the middle wall of partition between us. Anybody remember that movie called Women's Abuse the Street? <laughs> At the end, when they broke down that wall because they didn't want certain peoples on the other side of it. Now, I don't know why all them hammers, hey, Pastor, I don't know why all them things, remember they had to find all them things mm -hmm. to hit right there? They took crazy, but they broke down that wall and got to the, and the Berlin Wall. 
also, they broke it down. This is what Christ is about to do. Mm. For he is our peace, that's why. Having abolished in his flesh the intimate, intimate, even the law of commandments contained in ordinance, for to make in himself a twine of new man, come on, so making peace. 16. And that he might reconcile both, he said both, unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the intimate thereby, both the Gentiles and the Jews. Huh? He died on the cross for that. And came and preached peace to which were afar off, and to them they were that were nigh. He preached to the world. He preached to everybody. The world was for everybody, and it still is today. For all kind of religion, for all kind of people. I was telling my son that when you when you see Christ while you're in there, God is going to release you. But until then, you got to seek ye the kingdom. And came and preaching peace to you which were afar off and to them that were not. For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Did y'all hear that? We both, all of us, not just the Gentiles, but everybody now. That's what they went, I just learned about the veil. I hear you talking about it all the time, Pastor, mm -hmm. but I didn't really have a quite understanding. It was Christ. Yeah. Blow my mind when I read it in here. It was him. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints <laughs> and of the household of God. And I built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. See, this is my favorite uh, um, scripture right here. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, the chief, mm, the leader, the one who's actually holding up that. When you build up all them big buildings and you put that last stone in there that holds it up, that's Christ himself. It holds us up, no matter what we're doing and what we're uh, do, uh, going through. He holds us up. He's the chief cornerstone in whom all the buildings fitly framed together grow up unto an holy temple in the Lord. Everything was fitly together. But once they put that one stone in there, which is Christ, fitly framed together, grow up unto the holy temple in the Lord, in Christ. And 22 in whom ye also are built together for an habitation of God through the Holy Spirit. Amen. The golden text read, In Christ all the buildings, here we go, fitly framed together, God, unto a holy temple in the Lord. Ephesians 2 and 21. Man said, fitly. We're talking about that chief cornerstone, that one rock, that one brick that hells up everything that holds us up is Christ Jesus, <laughs> in whom all the building that he framed together God unto a holy temple. That body, that arm, that leg, that eye, huh, the members, one body, talking to all the churches, fitly joined together. Amen? Wow. So today we'll be talking about a problem, a solution, and a relationship in Christ. That's good stuff right there. The problem, a problem, it says, a solution, and a relationship. <laughs> I'm going to read the introduction. It is awesome. Acts 10 describes a major turning point in the spread of the gospel. 
Until that time, the news of salvation in Jesus was shared almost exclusively with Jews. Many Jews, even believers, felt that contact with Gentiles was defiling. They ooh, even the word defiling. It was customary for Jews who have been inside a Gentile city, listen at this, y'all, to stop at the edge of the city and shake the dust off their sandals as they were leaving. This was a symbolic act to show they were leaving contamination, come on, behind and, and consigning the city to God's judgment. Ain't that something? Shake your feet off. But, oh, my God. That, that bothered my spirit when I read that. That kind of bothered me. Shake the dust off. Now, remember, too, Jesus instructed his disciples that if you go to and if a they town don't. and they don't receive you, yeah. To do the same, to shake the, the same. dust mm -hmm. off your sandals mm -hmm. and take your peace with you. Yeah, don't don't throw pearl unto swine. So, so, but was he talking about the Gentiles if they wouldn't receive? Whoever. It? That's why I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But these peoples was doing it. The Jews was doing it to, you know, going through that city. Mm -hmm. But Jesus, man, the events recorded in Acts 10 began to change all those attitudes. However, the Romans central. Cornelius was a God-fearing man who prayed regularly. One day, Cornelius saw a vision of an angel standing before him. That was a good story. I, mm, wow. Commending him, commending him for his devotion to God. Commending him. Wow. And instructing him to send for the Apostle Peter. The outcome of this encounter was clear evidence to Peter that God's offer of salvation was for Gentile as well as the Jews. Wow, the experience caused such a story that Peter had to defend himself before the other apostles and believers in Jerusalem, Acts 11. Wow, he had to defend himself. This is some powerful stuff going on. It's happening right now. We still got to defend ourselves. We still have to. Because they still believe that we're nothing but, 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 but trash, contaminated. <laughs> He said, all, to be, all that believed in him, he said, all that believe in him mm -hmm. can come to him. All that believe, I don't care if it's a child. You got so many child preaching now. I be looking at my, mm, scrolling down on my Facebook uh, page, Apostle. Uh -huh. These little kids, six, seven, be preaching the word out in the streets. Yeah. I said, God is good. God is good. Wow. So I'm going to go on to the, um, to the, uh, the heart of this lesson, y'all. It is so powerful. Just want y'all to hear it. It's talking about the, uh, I'm going to start right here in the name of Jesus so you won't, so you won't miss nothing. <laughs> Most Christians are aware that the Jews were especially chosen by God, which when I read that, when I really got the, the, the thing of the Bible, I, I read that, I'm like, wow. God loved them that much, but he wanted them to love him that much. That's why he chose them particular people. Wow. We also saw in our lesson last week that all believers are God's workmanship. The basis of the, that choice is always God's sovereign's grace, not man's work. I keep telling you. We were talking about that the other day, Pastor. If people actually believe that man made the stars and the moons and the seas, and I don't care if they read it in the beginning, they still believe that man did this. A lot of people do, and you can't, you can't change their mind. Wow. Religiously speaking, there has always been a sharp division between Jews and Gentiles. God's choice of Israel made the nation unique among the nations. 
He gave them his covenant, the law, the marvelous promise. No other nation possessed these privileges, and that's something. And yet today we will explore the unity of the Jewish and the Gentile believers in Christ. Now we all got it. We all got the promise. We all have the promise of Christ. Of Christ. Yeah, in the eyes of God, neither Jew nor Gentile is any different. If you Amen. are in Christ. In Christ, that's what the word keeps saying. In, in Christ. Christ. Yeah. Mm. Y'all got to hear that because it always say in Christ. Wow. We wanted the facts to determine what God has said about our being one in Christ <laughs> with all who have been brought to faith in him. Uh, I like that. To Christ in him. I'm just reading today's apostle principles to adjust our thinking to match God's pattern and purpose for the church, which re encompasses, encompasses all true believers. An application to apply to show that since we are one in Christ with others who have faith in him, we can have fellowship with them, whether they are from the Jewish or the Gentile background. Whatever background you're from today, it doesn't matter. He said, by faith, if you believe in me, that's all, if you believe in me, mm. if you believe in me, wow. So I'm going to go to, um, we're going to be in Ephesians 2, 11 through 12 right now. Gentiles were separated from God's people. And this, this why, now you have to read to understand why. Because some people say, well, why God loved them more? It wasn't about that. That was a nation that had been in what slavery for over 400 years. And so when God freed them, that's from my understanding in the world, when God freed them, he wanted this nation to love him and respect him and honor him and go tell everybody else. Is that the reason, Pastor? Yeah. They so were, to speak? They were set to be an example. Mm, that's going to uh, work. For first partaker of his love. Not that God excluded the Gentiles, okay, mm. but to first to the Gentiles, when the Bible says first to the Gentiles, they were his first choice. But he so loved the world, God loved everybody. And remember, too, he's long suffering, he wished that none should perish. Amen. The plan for salvation for mankind was for everybody, but he chose the Jews to bring his salvation. To, to all men. To all men. Yeah. I hope y'all got that. Too, Jesus was born of the Jews. Right. That's that's who he brought his mm -hmm. uh, uh, his righteousness through. Mm -hmm. they, they rejected all of that. They remember in Isaiah fifty three, he said that they, he came unto his own and they received him not. Mm -hmm. They rejected him. You know, and so because their their rejection became our blessing, the Gentiles, right? Mm -hmm. Wow, that's awesome. That Paul is himself, awesome. Remember too, Paul, the Apostle Paul, was a Jew. Right. Come in on fact, now. He was persecuting the church. Right. But Jesus Himself, mm -hmm. that's in Acts chapter nine, chose Paul, who was Saul at the mm -hmm. time, to preach. The gospel to the Gentiles. To the Gentiles. <laughs> Paul was chosen. A Jew. A Pharisee of Pharisees. He knew the law, understood the law. Yes, he did. Oh, my God. Circumcised on the eighth day, all of that. You know. Uh, 
from the stock of Benjamin. He, I mean, he was a good stock, <laughs> you know. Wow, that's, 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 that's awesome. So at 11 through 12, Ephesians 2. Mm. God might be judged as political incorrect because he made this distinction between the Jews and the Gentiles. Gentiles were excluded from God's promise to Israel. Circumcision was the outward sign of God's covenant with Israel. A great many male babies born in modern hospitals were circumcised, but that does not make them Jews. Non-Jews were separated from Jews. Did you hear that? Non-Jews were separated. They had no promised Messiah or Savior. They were not part of the commonwealth of Israel. The promised land, the ceremonies of worship, the priesthood, the sacrifices and the feast, the law and the hope of relationship with God were all withheld from the Gentiles. That's a lot. That's a lot there. All that was held from, uh, I can say us, and we, we are part of the Gentiles. Are we not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that was, held, that was held from us back yeah, there's then. There's only two, Jew and, and Gentile. Gentile. Mm. So that was held from us. So at that time, it's still today, still, people, people still don't have no hope. They still don't believe. You know what I'm saying? They still don't have no hope. God created a great division between the, see, God, see, I told y'all, God created a great division between Jews and Gentiles. A male Gentile could not, mm, couldn't, a male Gentile could convert to Judaism by circumcision and submitting to the law. A woman could convert by marrying a Jew and entering into the covenant. But without conversion to Judaism, Gentiles would have no basis for thinking they could have a relationship with God. That's deep. That's in verse 12. It was God who made this distinction. Knowledge of this could result in pride in the Jews, who was, after all, one of God's chosen peoples. Now we're all God's chosen peoples. It could result in resentment by the Jews, by the Gentiles who have been excluded. Through the years, these two reactions have been evidenced repeatedly. It's still going on. But you got everybody, what, the veils of the curtain is over for everybody now. Mm -hmm. Everybody can go in for themselves. You ain't got to wait on nobody to go and pray for you. Sometimes we ask people to pray, you know, pastors and stuff and other people to pray, but you can pray for yourself. Get that relationship with, with Christ for yourself. I'm just saying. Two, God has dissolved this distinction in Christ. God has dissolved this distinction in Christ. Ephesians 2, 13 through 18. I love that one. This great division was unsolvable by any human means. I hope y'all heard that. I tell you, y'all. If some people believe man can do everything, no, man can't do nothing without Christ neither. Yeah, huh? I'm just saying they might act like that. We can't, but 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 we can. He said, "I can do all things through Christ. All things, not just one thing." This barrier is mentioned in verse 14 as a dividing wall. 14 reads, "For He is our peace." Who have made both one, or made them both one, and have broken down the middle walls of partition between us. That's deep right there. The barrier. Twice in verses 15 and 16, it is called, I'm trying to pronounce that, intimate. Intimate, E-N-M-I-T-Y. It's, it's intimate. 
Enmity. That's why. Enmity. Yeah. Because I think he talked about that in, in with Eve. Then. Yeah, that's uh, 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 enemy. It just simply means enemy. Ah, hallelujah. Uh, you are opposite or opposing. It's an, an opposing thing. Something that opposes God. And it's like in, Not the uh, snake in Eve? Romans, yeah. Or in mm -hmm. Romans uh, 8, it talks about the carnal mind. is enmity with Christ or with mm -hmm. God. Uh, it, it cannot obey. It won't even submit to God. That's the carnal mind. That's either Jew or Gentile. It don't mm -hmm. matter if your mind. If you're carnal minded or fleshly, worldly, then you are enemies with God. Mm, that's enmity. When it says enmity, that means that's what that means. Wow, that is that's some deep saying. With yeah. God, mm -hmm. wow. you won't obey God. You got your own understanding, you got your own thoughts, your own behavior, your own whatever it is that you want to do, you will not even hear God. You know, but the, the the spiritual minded person hears God and not only hear him but follows him. Obey obeys him. him. Obey him. Okay. Carnal mind don't obey nothing but itself. It, it has its own thoughts, its own its own opinion, That's its scary. own direction, its mm. own, you know, right and wrong. <laughs> and that's what that's funny saying. because what you're saying is so true today. Yeah, these people it's more have their so own, more so today, today than any wow. than ever. It's, it, it's more so today than ever before. And we have, we have the proof yeah. that Jesus Christ is real. Yeah. But for them, you know, people say, "No, if I didn't see him, yeah, I ain't never seen him. Yeah, I don't know who he is." And even those that know him, yeah, come on, watch it now. That's that's watch the worst it. part. You know that there are people that know that he is God. That, that know that he exists, know that he is and was and is to come, and still choose to live however they want to live, apart from God. Right? They profess God, but they don't Come on live. now. Hallelujah. Wow, Pastor. He <laughs> said twice in verses 15, it's called intimate. intimate. Jesus Christ, who is both fully God and fully man, Mm. Not only brings God and man together by the cross, he said by the cross, he also brings together Jewish and Gentile mm -hmm. believers to build his church. Yep. Those far off are, are brought near. I like that. He has put to death the enemy and has broken down the divided wall. God did that. Christ did that. Ain't no man can't do that. Mm -hmm. If anything, man going to try to destroy and break it all up, keep us separated from Christ. And it's happening right now. He's still trying to keep us separated from Christ. That's what verse 9 is saying. Yes. Not of Come works, on, Pastor. Least any man should boast. Mm. Uh, no man can claim this work. Nobody. Nobody. Uh, God did this. Uh, and he did it for our good. Uh, he, he, he has to. There, there cannot be division mm -hmm. when it comes to God. White, black, rich, poor. Come on. Jew, Gentile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, whether, you, in fact, in another portion of the scripture, it talks about whether you eat pork or whether you don't. You know, whether you eat vegetable or whether you eat meat. God's not, whether you're circumcised or you're uncircumcised. That's not, God's not looking at, if, if you're not in Christ, none of that matters. None either. of that matters right there. Whether you're rich, whether you're poor, none of that yeah. matters if you're not in Christ. See, man's hands will circumcise you. Physically, mm -hmm. when it says not made right. by man's hands, you read that earlier. Yes, yes. Uh, 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 that that means going to the doctor and have them circumcise you physically. Mm -hmm.
But spiritually, the circumcision that God is talking about Come on now. is the circumcision of you, the impurities in your heart. Of your heart. Uh, having that cut away. Yes. Uh, mm. <laughs> you go on to say, peace between the two groups have been accomplished, here we go, in Christ. This is a stated spiritual, there you go, truth, not an idea towards which we must strive. Mm -hmm. Jesus is our peace. We are made one in him. And through him, we both have access, here we go, to one spirit to God, our Father. Now all believers are of one group. We can pray and worship God and be received by him. Access will not be denied. All barriers have been removed in Christ. All barriers. <laughs> go to God for yourself. Mm -hmm. Go to him bold. Go to him right. Yeah. Don't go to him as your dude or your friend. Go to him because he's God. Respect him. Show some respect when you go to him. Yeah. Man because he ain't taking everything. He ain't, mm -hmm. ain't going to receive all that mess. Yeah. Man can't save you. No, only Christ can. And in can. saying that, you can't save yourself. Right, come That's on. That's what, going back to verse 9, and as yes. you're coming into these scriptures, 11 yes. and 12, that, all of that is, uh, is, is, is inclusive. And so that no man can boast and say that, uh, uh, you know, he earned his place in heaven by mm. himself. Uh, oh, come on, Pastor. You can't get to heaven. That what verse is that, 9? That's it. That's, that's it. Nine, this, we're you know? still in Ephesians, y'all. Uh -huh. that, but it's starting it. at nine. Ephesians two. Verse ten says, "For we are His workmanship, mm, created in Christ." Well, it says you got it created in Christ, not created outside of Christ, but in Christ. Uh huh. Hallelujah. Until good works, which God had before ordained, mm. that we should walk in them. And what? In Christ. In Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Not in yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you sure? Hallelujah. At the pearly gates on your own without knowing Jesus, he ain't going to know you. No. In fact, you're going to hear those infamous words. Depart yeah. from me. Come on. I know, I know you, you not, not, you worker of iniquity. Uh, I don't know you. Uh, <laughs> five virgins found that out. It says access will be denied. So... Yeah. We can pray and worship God and be received by Him, but access would be not mm -hmm. if you don't know Him, if you ain't working That's right. for Him, through Him. Mm. Yeah. Number three, Gentiles believers are now included in God's household. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Ephesians 2, 19 through 22. Now, I'm going to read it. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and right. foreigners, but fellowship and citizens with the saints and of the household of God. And I built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, mm -hmm. in whom all the buildings fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. That's what we're supposed to be doing in these churches, mm -hmm. building a holy temple in the Lord. You know what the word ah. saint means? I'm sorry, what word? Saint. I, I, I just, I, I heard of it. Do you, do you know what it means? No. And there's a lot of people that don't. It just means sanctified, set apart. You told me, that's what I said, yeah. That's what I said. Hmm. Set apart. If you are called a saint, that means that you are set apart. Sanctified. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Sanctified, sanctification, it just gives you sainthood. You're called out of 
the world. The darkness into uh-huh. the marvelous light. It's not just, you just read it. It's not just for the Jews. Mm-hmm. It's not Amen. just for the Gentile. Those whom God have called saints or have sanctified are considered saints. You know, we come from a program that says we're not saints. The point is that we're willing to grow on those spiritual lines. Well, the reality is, and they only knew a little bit. That was the first 100 said that. Right. In recovery. But we are saints. To be set set apart, whether it's in church or a a meeting, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're set apart. I don't hang with the drunkards anymore. I hang with sober people. That's being set apart, believe it or not. I had the, the Lord. And on that note, because you got a lot of people still not in Christ. Yeah. But they the just Lord. set apart from the. From that. The, from, now, that doesn't sanctify you in Christ. Hallelujah. Yes. Now, if you're Thank sanctified you. in Christ, Thank you, you are for real, for real uh, a saint. Thank you. Mm, see? Hey, there's a difference. <laughs> in other words, there's a difference uh, whether hallelujah. you be in recovery or in, uh, in the church. Yeah. If I'm sanctified. I'm sanctified from something. From something. Hallelujah. Hey, I'm, I'm set apart from something else. Something contrary to, to the that. new life. I like that. Because that's what it's all about. This is about the new life. That's the message. Hey, when at one time we weren't. Well, we were without God. The Gentiles were. Uh, even the Jews, and, and they rejected God. God yeah. uh, they, didn't, they, they didn't understand the ramifications of that. Hey. That is some powerful stuff. It is there. powerful. Huh, and really, watch this. It is. Because the teachings have not fit the life, folks are just kind of going about doing yeah. whatever they want to do, thinking that they're going to enter into heaven. What they did, they missed this right here. Yeah. This particular chapter of, of Ephesians, they missed it. Watch this. It's been, I'm saying. There's going to be a lot of so called believers, saints, that's going to miss heaven. Mm. Watch this. There's going to be a whole lot of Jews that think they, because they have the law uh, or, or, or the uh, Torah, uh, and they live by the Torah, the, the laws, the those first five books of the Bible, that they're going to go into heaven. Because you have rejected Christ, you will not see God, period. Care how much the law, the law. If, if you can, matter of fact, if you're guilty of one of the laws, you're guilty, guilty of, of all, all of them. them. I'm telling you, <laughs> are right. those the first the five books of the Bible? Which which Leviticus is one of the first mm-hmm. five? Yeah, okay, then thank yeah. you. I need first five uh, books of the Bible, Hallelujah. Are considered you, the Torah. Well, I do one and you can't don't do the other, you're guilty right. of all of them. You, you can't, you can't get the speck out of my eye when you got a plank in yours. Great big one, uh, amen. <laughs> I'm going to tell you about one law that I do perfectly. I'm talking and about break perfectly. all the other laws. I'm talking about perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Because I do this one law perfectly. I don't eat certain meat. I don't eat unclean food. And that, that's good. But you commit adultery and you're a fornicator. Uh, and all that. Still drunkard. thief. That's <laughs> what I've been telling people. They said you said you eat pork. I said I told you I didn't eat pork meat, and I ain't got to tell you that. It ain't got nothing to do it with. It got nothing to do with what I, you know, I'm saying. No. It has so nothing we got to be real careful nothing. of what we do and say. Mm-hmm. What I'm talking to the Christians, yeah. you know, real careful. Condemning you know each saying? other. You walk. You if you you might you don't even look like Christ and probably yeah. be a Christian. You got to even look like him, mm. walk like him, live like him. That's what we have to do. It's not a hard job. I come to find that out. What's this? And being think, in like think like the thinking the by mind. itself. I had to ask God so many times, forgive me for my thoughts. Yeah. 
for thinking like that. I don't know where it comes from sometimes, but forgive me. Yeah, we were talking about it earlier. Right, I want to be able to think like him, wake up thinking like him. Yeah. Mm. Teach me your way. Yes, Lord. We pray that. Yes. And I'm when I pray that I'm serious about. Yes. I want to know your ways, Lord. Because yours your is ways, higher than mine. Show me your that's way. That's right. That's it. Show me your way, Lord. Your ways are higher. How can I Take do your higher. work when I'm doing my mm-hmm. thing? Show me your way. Yeah, your thoughts are higher. Thank you, God. Everything Ooh. about you is higher. Thank you, Lord. Uh, <laughs> and 22, in whom ye also are built together for an habitation of God through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Through the Holy Spirit. So it says, it goes on to say that Gentiles are mentioned as fellow citizens with the saints, here we go, set apart for holy ones. Believers today are one with all who have trusted in Christ and are part of God's household. Mm. The whole body of believers is called a temple being built by God. Jesus Christ is, here we go, is the cornerstone. Mm-hmm. The apostles and prophets are the foundation. The pastors and the teachers and all is the foundation. And we are being fitted Together as the temple building, that's like the fivefold ministry. Mm-hmm. We have been fitted together in that because you got to have somebody to teach you. Yeah. If you don't think that, then that's your call between you and Jesus. Uh, yeah. I, I don't have nothing to do that. I won't even say nothing about that. But you have to be taught. Yeah. There's no way that I could have taught myself all this that I'm doing yeah. today. God wouldn't. It's impossible. The pastor and the teacher. No, he wouldn't. He would. We wouldn't need him. Yeah. Why would I have to study if I didn't need a teacher? I know. And what am I studying if I don't know what I'm reading? That, yeah. That's why I, I, when I pray to God, I say, God, I have the knowledge. I have your knowledge. Now give me your understanding, your yeah. understanding, your wisdom. Because I have your knowledge, the word. If the Bible Hallelujah. refers to false teachers, there has to be true teachers also. It's got to be, y'all. You can't have false prophets and false teachers without having legitimate prophets The truth and is teachers. out there. That's part of what you on. described it, the yeah. five-fold ministry. That's in Ephesians chapter 4. you got to have a teacher to teach you. Like at school. Everybody go yeah. to school and get taught. Everybody go to a job and get taught. You have to have somebody to teach yeah. you the way. And we're talking about people who are filled with the Holy Ghost. So we, that's who we're talking to, the go church. Go to that scripture that, that you need no man to teach you yes, except you the do. Holy Ghost. If that teacher is teaching you the Word of God and full of the Holy Ghost, you're being taught by You're the being Holy taught. Ghost. So you don't. So the enemy will try and bring all kind of little loopholes. The enemy has there. brought all kinds. Yeah. Oh my goodness. To contradict. I see the some word in my own people. I ain't, You know what I'm saying? I see it right now, right before me, almost every day in my own people. Yeah. Right before me. Why you ain't going to church? This, that, and the other. I'm, some things ain't making no sense. But if that's your reason, so be it. I have to let allow you to have that reason for you not being in a church that's telling the truth. Whether it be mine or anybody. Wow. The whole body of believers is called a temple being built by God. Jesus Christ is the cornerstone. The apostles and prophets, I'm going to read that again, are the foundation. And we are being fitted together as the temple building. Wow. Through the Holy Spirit, we are the dwelling place of God. Any division in any way from any other believer is completely abolished by this work of God. This was accomplished by God, the Father, Jesus Christ, His Son, <laughs> and the Holy Spirit. Uh, by God, the Father, Jesus Christ, His Son, and the Holy Spirit. Any teaching 
of scriptures is absolutely secured. That security is especially clear when carefully ascribed to all three persons of the Godhead. Huh? That's the council. That's the council. Those three right there is the council. Amen. Our unity in Christ means that we can have fellowship with believers in other denominations. <laughs> Even though we disagree on some points of doctrine, the various documentations are not found in scriptures. <laughs> there are some doctrines we cannot modify or set aside for fellowship or any other reason. Did y'all hear that? Oh, somebody got that. Such as the identity of Christ or the absolute inerrancy and authority of scriptures. But if there is unity in essentials, there can be loving fellowship despite area where we disagree. Loneliness is about Christ. That's all I can yeah. say. That's just for me. Yeah. Because I don't go back and forth with no one about what they believe in, and right. I'm a never will. Yeah. But they be trying to approach me and don't believe. I ain't asking nobody to believe what I believe. Yeah. I believe that Christ is the Son of God. Yeah. Seriously. And that he'll soon be back, that he died for me. I live for Christ. I don't live for nobody else. And can't nobody take that away from me. So praise the Lord. The Lord Jesus said that all men... We know we are his disciples because we love one another. Because we love, he said, love one another as I have loved you. He, that's some simple instructions. But see, because you that, and you that, and I'm that, we can't love one another. <laughs> that's John 13 and 35. God's promise to Israel and his relationship, I mean his revelation through the Old Testament prophets will all be fulfilled. Ooh. This includes the son of David, Jesus, reigning over redeemed Israel and all the nations. His kingdom will be filled with believers from every tongue, tribe, and nation. Revelation 5, 9 through 14. All these have faith in Christ. Mm. In him, the distinction of Jews and Gentiles becomes superfluous. Galatians 3, 26 and 28. It says we can have fellowship with all other believers in Christ. He said all other believers in Christ. He didn't say all other believers that believe this, that, and the other. He said in Christ. That's a lot of people coming to Christ right now. Mm -hmm. I might and they can't see them, but I know they're coming. I know that they're here now. We just got to fellowship with them. <laughs> we just got to get with them. We can't stay in one spot. We got to move. It's time to move. Just want to touch on a couple more things and we're going to move on. God has chosen Israel as his special peoples. Gentiles were not included in his covenant. But now by faith, Jews and Gentiles can be unified. As believers, we are one with all who trust in Christ. We're talking about the Chinese, the Japan, the Russian, whoever believe in Christ. We're all one body. One body. I'm going to give these six practical points and we're going to go ahead and close and uh, Going back in the house, it's nice out there considering, mm -hmm. <laughs> considering to me, 25 is, uh, is yeah. summer. Yeah. Hot in the winter. So I, if, you, if you think, don't, don't think about not going to church. You look out your front door and see all that snow. That's because you ain't shoveled. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> don't pass it. You know how they look out there on that porch, see all that yeah. snow. I ain't going out there. Yeah. You got to shovel the snow away. Get to church tomorrow. <laughs> Number one, without Christ, we are spiritually strangers to God. Amen? Ephesians 2, 11 through 12. Two, Christ's blood allows sinners 
to approach God in faith. In faith, verse 13. Three, because Christ removed the barriers between God and us, as well as among all Christians, we all can serve him together. That's verse 14 through 16. We're still talking about Ephesians 2. Number four, sin kept sinners away from God. Did you hear, y'all hear that? Sin kept sinners away from God. But in Christ, he made peace and fellowship possible with all men. They, they said possible, what? Have peace with all men. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that scripture that, but I know I hear my pastor saying it all the time. If possible. And I believe that it's possible mm -hmm. through Christ. Five, believers in Christ are included in the holy communion of saints and in the family of God. Believers are. If you believe. And six, Christ is the foundation of our faith. He provides stability, I like that, in an unstable world. Oh, my God. Come on, somebody. He provides stability in an unstable world. Thank you, Lord. Sure thank foundation. You, Jesus, solid foundation. You. A solid. Mm, uh, it, it can be shaken, but can it can't be, be broken. <laughs> because who? Jesus is who? He's the cornerstone. Yeah. He, held, he holds us up. Huh? You remove Jesus from your life, you're surely to fall. I know. I ain't just talking. I experienced the fall. <laughs> Been through the fall. Been through the fall. Broken down the middle wall. You got these three and we're going to close. Pastor, you close us out. What time we got over there, brother? This is powerful. I, I always, 11.45. Oh, I'm going to say these three and we, you can close us out. Broken down the middle wall. The Berlin Wall, what I was talking about earlier, Apostle, was constructed in 1961 and remained a barrier between the halves of the city for 28 years until 1989. The fall of the Berlin Wall was a major turning point, symbolic of a new area of freedom and unity. There was a veil or curtain in the temple whose purpose was to separate the sanctuary from the most holy place. It separated man from God because of man's sin. As Jesus died on the cross, that veil was torn from top to bottom. Marks 18 and 38. I love that. That veil was torn. From, not from side to side, from top to bottom because of Christ. It's, it's going to say that he might reconcile, reconcile. Verse 16, the idea behind reconcile is to reestablish a close relationship, y'all. To settle or resolve, to make compatible or consistent with Christ. A bridge is necessary to join two sides of a, of a charism. Two separated sides are joined. The cross can be seen as a bridge spanning the gulf between the God and man. It was on the cross that Jesus shed his blood to make peace between God and man. That's some deep sand stuff. He died up there for us just to make some peace so we can get to God. And we still playing. We still playing with God. That's scary and that's dangerous. All that stuff he, he went through just for us and we still playing with God. Come on. And building... Fitly framed together, verse 21. Tradition tremors, timber, framing employs joints that require a high degree of craftsmanship. The key to the longevity of a structure lies in the composition of the foundation upon which it is built. 
where the carpenter or tradesman takes the raw material and begins to shape it, he knows <laughs> where it would be best used to take time to trim away any excess or damaged area and to find just the right place to use it. So they say in the church, God sends pastors <laughs> and other ministers to edify Christians. Over time, the process of transformation takes place in the life of the believer. See, Jesus is the cornerstone. But God sends people, I say he works through people to serve him to help us come to Christ. I'm trying to tell y'all, I've been sober 22 years. I've only been in Christ for the last 10 years. I ain't ashamed because I didn't know him like I know him now. Didn't know him like I know him now. You can't take nothing. You can't. I, what y'all say, you can't separate me from him today. Yeah. Huh? You can't. Nobody can separate me from the love of Christ right now. The kids, the family, the pastor, the church, the leader, nobody. Because I'm in there now. Only because I came and I listened and I learned and I studied through my apostle. Somebody had to teach me. Because I didn't know. And then now Jesus, he, Jesus holding me up, Pastor. Yeah. Huh? Jesus holding me up. What Paul said, Jesus blinded me. Jesus had to blind me. <laughs> mm, any last words, Apostle? No. The cornerstone. Just know that Christ is your cornerstone. He held, He holds you up. Huh? If that one brick move, you sure to fall. I already know it. So stay in His Word. Huh? Do the right thing. Go help somebody. That's all he said. He said, go help one another. He is not asking much from us, ladies. So again, this is Heavenly Host International Radio. I am Elder Shore Wagon. I am my sister's keeper. In Jesus' name, go forth. Go on to maturity. Uh, let that be the reason that you go to Christ. In Jesus' name, amen.